Hello, and welcome to the Luther Loves Movies podcast. Now, you might notice that I sound a little different this week. One, I'm a little under the weather, and I apologize, but to further explain, I am also speaking off the cuff, no written script this week, because I'm going out of town this weekend. And in order to try and get this out at a regular schedule, which I'm trying to make sure I post Sundays, I'm doing my best. I know that I think I posted Monday night this past week. I I just don't have time to write out a script. I'm just going to have to do my best to edit this so that it sounds okay afterwards. Anyways, you might also notice that I sound a little bit clearer this week. That is because I'm not recording in my living room. I'm recording in my bedroom with my microphone and my little cubby next to my bed because I, I sleep in an RV. Uh, and it sounds much better. Plus, now I get to lay down in my pajamas with my computer. I'm comfortable and I don't have to worry about bumping into stuff. So, at least for this week, this is we're going how we're going to try it out. Works out. Maybe I'll get to do this more like this and then maybe I can work on... Knocking more episodes at a time, so I don't have to stress it throughout the week, but uh, we'll see. Alright, I've readjusted and it sounds uh, like maybe 5% not as great, but I'm going to go with it because I'm <laughs> I'm able to get a little bit more comfortable position. Well, last week I mentioned that I wanted to try and find where you would be able to watch some of the movies that are nominated. And while I haven't had a lot of time to do that, I have been able to hunt down at least a few of them, some of the more obvious ones, um, which of course I'm just going to start with Netflix. On Netflix, uh, Netflix actually has a lot fewer nominations this year, I believe, than they have in past years. I think last year they had 16, this year they have like 17 or 18. But I think like according to what's on Netflix.com, I'll include the link afterwards. According to what's on Netflix.com, last year they had 16 nominations with six wins. 20, uh, 2022, 27 nominations, one win. 2021, 36 nominations, seven wins. 2020, 24 nominations, two wins. 2019, 14 nominations, four wins. So nominations have kind of like come up and come back down uh, a little bit. Though, I mean, who who can really tell in, uh, in terms of wins until after the after the awards ceremony, of course. So that'll be interesting to see. But, I mean, it's I mean not a bad year for Netflix. So let me see. For Netflix, I found Rustin, Nyad, Society of the Snow, The After, Alcande, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, Maestro, May December, and Nimona. Rustin and Nyad I saw recently, both very fantastic biopics. Rustin depicting the life of Bayard Rustin as he organized the March on Washington where Martin Luther King gave his I Gave a Dream speech, public figure that I didn't know about till this film. I will say that I thought uh, after seeing pictures of the actors and the characters they were performing, both Coleman Domingo and Annette Benning really, when you see their photos side by side, they, the costuming and uh, makeup department did a really excellent job. Nyad is about swimmer Diana Nyad, who swam from Cuba to the Florida Straits. A very harrowing tale. I really like this one because it's very inspirational 
as this 64 year old woman tries to swim all the way from Cuba to Florida, which is an absolutely insane thing to do. And she, she narrowly, she could have easily died, but it was, a, it was, it had me hooked every minute that I was watching. Then of course you have Maestro, which I think probably has the most nominations out of any other Netflix film that's nominated right now. Um, Maestro is another film where Bradley Cooper both directed and starred in the other most well I, I don't know if there's more than these two I haven't looked up more but as he did most notably with A Star Is Born again another film with a great costuming and makeup department that transformed his look I, I don't think he looks quite as close to Leonard Bernstein as I thought uh, Coleman Domingo and Annette Benning resembled the people they were playing but he did a very excellent job and I really loved how he changed his voice the way that he changed his voice in the film definitely like I could close my eyes and forget that I was listening to Bradley Cooper which I, I felt like well, it was pretty much the same with Rocket Raccoon and the Marvel movies I, I, I very much want to see him keep directing films uh whether he also stars in him is uh i i do love to see him on film i i very much would like to see him direct more films though i think it truly showcases uh his ability as a filmmaker especially with these these last two notable films and speaking of directors that i i love very much uh of course, the short film The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar is on Netflix, uh, directed by Wes Anderson, who I don't want to say was snubbed for Asteroid City. I know a lot of people might not agree that it's one of his better films, but I honestly think that Asteroid City was one of my favorite films from this year. And while I know that there's not really... Um, it makes me wish sometimes that there was an Academy Award for best ensemble because he's the kind of director that would get it every time because he'll just hire all these like large group of famous actors to put on a very silly story and I always love it and then Netflix also has another uh live action short film nominee which is The After starring David Oyelowo which I found out I had been pronouncing wrong this entire time but I've also heard it pronounced wrong a lot of times so I literally just looked up an interview with him where he said his own name so yeah uh who uh I think most people probably remember from uh Selma I think he's also starring in uh Bass Reeves Lawman um there's something else I saw him in recently but uh he is the star of the short film The After about a man who is struggling with his grief after a very heavy loss and it is a very short film with very few lines uh from David um but just the powerfulness of the scene where he kind of starts to come to terms with it and just lets out everything he's been feeling I immediately broke down into tears as he was also breaking down into tears and I think that is I always find that as a sign of really great acting where it 
taps into, I don't know if it's, you want to call it the empathy of the viewer. Um, I thought it was deeply moving. And I, so far, it's, uh, I still have the three other uh, live action short films to watch. But the after, I would say, is probably my favorite right now. Netflix has one of the animated feature-length films, which is Nimona, which is about a knight that has been framed for a crime he didn't commit and is then helped out by a shape-shifting young girl. It was a very cute film. I was a little bit uh, expected that this was the Netflix animated film that got picked. I kind of had some high hopes for the Chicken Run sequel <laughs> i i haven't even seen it but i i love Ardman animations and i i love stop motion animation so stop motion animation is always going to be like the first thing i kind of look for but no i i am still glad to see it nimona was a very cute and fun tale and i i definitely feel like i'm gonna have to give it a rewatch real quick if i can before the oscars but then again i have enough to watch already uh, especially with netflix there's three films i still haven't seen which is may december society of the snow and el conde which i believe is i i which i believe i'm mispronouncing horribly but i believe it's uh spanish for the count and i think this is a black and white spanish vampire film and seeing a vampire film get nominated for best cinematography makes me very curious and it's probably going to be the one I I might try and give that one a watch tonight if I have enough time in between editing so I'm very much looking forward to that one uh, the other one Society of the Snow is also one that I'm very interested in because I, I know it's supposed to be about um, a plane crash in the mountains and a bit of a, a survival story so I'm very much interested in seeing that one as well I'm trying to think of there was another plane crash film that I felt I watched not too long ago wasn't there one about cannibals yeah I'm, I'm sorry I'm getting off subject the last one May December sounds from what I understand, it's a reporter doing an interview with a teacher who had a relationship with her student and years later is still in that relationship. I have a feeling I'm going to have some discomfort watching this one just due to the subject material, especially since I, I believe that it's based on a true story, so it will be an interesting to watch to say the least. I did have to come back and uh, add this in later. Uh, there's also Across the Spider-Verse on Netflix, although for some reason Netflix does not list it as one of the nominees. It is, after all, one of the nominees for Best uh, for best Animated Feature. I wanted to make sure that I got this in there. That's all I have for Netflix. Uh, for Disney+, Plus, I only have three, or at least that I've been able to see so far, which is Elemental, The Last Repair Shop, and Bobby Wine, The People's President. I watched Bobby Wine a few nights ago, and that is a harrowing tale, and it's still pretty current. Uh, Bobby Wine is a Ugandan pop star turned politician, I think is the way that has been put, who is 
basically trying to run up against a dictator that has held control of the country for 30 plus years and so i was blown away by everything that he has that he has gone through to try and free his people basically i i so far i think this is probably like my top one for the documentaries although i think i want to say it might be the only documentary i've seen so far eh, it is i haven't seen the last repair shop i the little info under the title said that it was about a LA repair shop that works to repair the instruments of over 80,000 students and then I got to see elemental in theaters it I see why it was nominated for best animated cause very I, I would say I very much like the animation that the way that the fire the water effects were done I, I didn't necessarily felt it had a very strong story though I, I felt it kind of was uh, I don't want to say it was repeated but it felt too familiar to feel that new to me uh, if you get what I'm saying um, all in all I mean great kids movie also uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 which was nominated for best sound can of course also be found in the Marvel section of Disney Plus now, as I am, oh, 20 minutes before editing into this video, I have finally found uh, a article that lists where you can find all of the movies. Uh, it was written by, ignore the scrolling of my mouse, Malcolm McMillan on Tom's Guide through uh, MSN.com. I will definitely be sure to post the link. I don't know if they're keeping it updated. Uh, it was posted a week ago. Um, granted, I've spent all this time writing this down in a Word document, so I only found like three more f places to find films. But I will share this as well because I was like, oh well, finally it's, there there is someone else out there who's been trying to hunt all this down. So just to quickly cat go through some of the smaller ones uh you can find the holdovers on peacock uh the eternal memory on paramount plus you can also watch golda through paramount plus if you also have showtime you can find barbie on max although you can also find it on i think you can also watch barbie with an amazon video subscription um, as for Hulu, I was not able to find anything on Hulu. I think uh, if you have the Hulu connection through, I'm not sure if the last repair shop is through Hulu or Disney Plus, but I found it on Disney Plus. And I think if you have Hulu, you can watch it there as well. Uh, that is what I saw from the uh, MSN article. Now, Apple TV has an Oscars section and all i know is that you can definitely watch killers of the flower moon there i'm not sure if they currently i don't have an apple tv subscription at this moment hopefully i can get one next week just to check it out because there's also some other things i want to check out on apple tv uh i know like apparently in their 
Oscar watch list thing. They had like Oppenheimer, Barbie, Napoleon, Anatomy of a Fall, Holdovers, Past Lives, Robot Dreams, Boy in the Heron, Elemental, Perfect Days, uh, Eternal Memory, Four Daughters. I don't, again, I don't know if you can just watch these straight from Apple TV or if they, it's trying to help you find them or if the, I think some of them had like a coming soon, I believe Boy in the Heron and Robot Dreams were both ones that had coming soon listed on them. I got a glimpse of it through a friend's uh, iPhone who had Apple TV. So I was like, and he was showing me, he's like, hey, if you are trying to find all the movies for your podcast, uh, Apple TV has a, is putting together a, a playlist sort of or whatever, a, a category for the Oscars. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Wish I had uh, Apple TV. Um, though a friend... I uh, did offer to let me use their account. I just have to get up with them and figure that out. Don't know if I should say that out on the internet that I'm using someone else's login information to stream, but what are you going to do? Sue me, maybe. I don't know. I will say for uh, Poor Things, The Color Purple, American Fiction, Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and The Holdovers, are all films that you might be able to watch in theaters right now. Poor Things, American Fiction, The Color Purple, all just hit uh, my local theaters within the last month. And I know that my local Cinemark and my local Stone Theater are also playing like some of the uh, Best Picture nominations. Also... Not an Oscar-nominated film, but Origin is playing in one of my local theaters. Uh, it is an adapted film from the book Cast the Origins of Our Discontent about uh, uh, the view of race in American society as a caste system. Uh, it is directed by Ava DuVernay. She also directed 13th uh, on Netflix and Selma. So I was listening to an NPR article with her, or an NPR interview with her recently, and I have very much been wanting to go see it. I, it's got a lot of accolades already. I'm I'm wondering if maybe it missed the some of the qualifiers for the Oscars uh, coming out so late in the year. I'm not sure. Of course, also. As we get further along in the Oscar season, there will more than likely be theaters who are bringing back nominated films into theaters for people to be able to get a chance to watch them. For the best animated shorts, the best documentary shorts, the best live action shorts, this is probably going to be your best way to watch those. I know that Cinemark uh, is... I believe putting them on for a few days in March, I, that will likely be how I knock mine off of my list. Although I believe the day that I'm free to go see it is the same day as the Oscars, and I will probably be trying to put out my predictions. The If I can, I would like to like record my predictions and put it out and put the episode out on the Saturday before the Oscars if I can. That way for any other reason I can just gloat that if I if I 
got my predictions close enough that I'd be like, ah, I got them. Ah, see how close I was. And then be completely embarrassed if I'm totally off this year. I do pretty well most years. I would say I have like a range between 70 and 80% right uh, on a lot of my guesses. I'm usually pretty head on with best picture. Again, I, I, I'm trying to hold off on making any predictions right now. Though I definitely have uh, more than a few clear favorites. Another thing I would also like to do is encourage you, if you can, to see these films in theaters. I will always have an undying love for big screen cinema. As much as I have a little bit of distaste for cinema companies, I... I have very mixed, I have very complicated feelings about movie theaters, but I, I will never not love going to see, I have very mixed feelings about movie theater companies more accurately to say, but I will never not love going to the, my local movie theaters to see films on the big screen. Plus having worked in, I was a manager at one of my local theaters over the summer. I just wanted to try something new, see if I would like it. Ended up not being for me, but I still stayed in touch with all of my employees, and it's so good to see their faces whenever I go in and get to catch up with them. I, I also am still friends with my fellow managers, a couple of which I know have listened to the show already, and, and I thank them for that. But yeah, I, I still think it's important to try and support local theater, <laughs> local cinema. I am really happy that my theater... I don't necessarily want to say it out loud by name because I don't know how legality and stuff like that works when you've worked at a place. I'd rather just kind of avoid any kind of any kind of incident like that. But I do really much love that my theater is showing the Oscar nominated films that they're doing and that they have like a Oscars event. But I also really love that in the last year they've shown a lot of foreign language films they've shown several bollywood films and i'm i'm a huge bollywood fan i know that's probably not something people expect from me but i i have been a huge bollywood fan for years i also like being able to see like fathom events and stuff like that and they've been really good at being updated with those and I used to go see the operas, the Met Live operas, uh, whenever I was able to get the chance when I used to work at a theater when I was much younger. I'd also like to say thank you for everyone who has reached out to me and said that they've listened. I do have a Facebook page up. I don't think I have anything posted to it. I, I will try and update that with, uh, I often find articles or NPR interviews that I like a lot that I think I would like to be able to share. So I will definitely look into being able to do that. Of course, since I'm recording this five days after my last recording, I really haven't been able to knock out too many other films on my list. It'll probably take a couple of days where I just do nothing but that, and then a couple of days where I just record episodes on top of each other. I'll also, if uh, more films come out in other places, try and keep that updated as well this has been it's been a struggle it's been very stressful as I kind of just threw this together out of nowhere I had talked about wanting to do a podcast for a long time 
because I like talking, I like having conversations with people, and this is something that I enjoy talking about a lot. But still, it's, it's difficult to try and figure out what I want to exactly focus on each week, what I want to be able to try and present, and then I've been so limited for time, it's been very hard to try and find other things that I want to talk about. And it's not like I'm... I'm trying to do this because I want to be a successful podcaster. I appreciate my friends who have reached out and given me tips and uh, my buddy Dallas who, who made the, uh, the cover for last week's episode. And I will, of course, I'm always open to advice and I will take whatever advice I'm given and see where I can implement it. I also... But I, I just want to stress that I am really not doing this because I'm trying to... Like, I don't ever expect this to be a job of mine. As much as I love uh, uh, working in film and theater, and I would love to do more audio productions, I, I'm doing this just because I love talking about film, which is why it's also stressful when I, I'm finding uh, myself... Uh, unable to speak or having a hard time finding things to talk on and I think that's more than anything just because I am so packed for time right now and everything that goes into trying to edit the sound myself and get put together has taken up a lot of my free time that I don't have a lot of anyways I, I work a, a mostly a 40 hour job where I have to drive at least 30 minutes to and back every day um, and then I, I still want to make time to spend time, I still want to make time to spend time with the people I love in my life my friends, my family my girlfriend who I, I know has been wanting to watch these films with me but I've been so caught up in making a podcast about watching Oscar nominated films that I haven't been getting through the Oscar nominated films but I mean again it's it's the first week I hope as I get through this and and fine-tune my process that I'll be able to start putting this out quicker being able to make it so that this is not taking as much time out of my daily life as it has been because I, I want to be able to I want to be able to take these conversations and share them more. I, I'd like to... I, I really just want this to be something that I'm doing for myself. And I think the amount of effort and time that I'm putting into this is... It's kind of like trying to run a marathon when the most amount of exercise you get is maybe... A 30 minute walk around your neighborhood once or twice a week so it's a lot to have just put on myself but I want to keep it going and especially with the Oscars with the Academy Awards being so close at hand I do really want to try and keep updating as close to a weekly schedule as possible and I had already planned to go out of town this weekend there was no way I was going to cancel this trip because it was very important to me but I, I definitely put that that stress on myself a little bit extra so I'm hoping that as, a, as 
I get through the next couple of weeks, this becomes a little bit easier. And then again, as I think I mentioned last episode, once I get through the Oscars, I might cut down to just once every two weeks. Not that I'm any less interested in doing this, I just want to make sure that I am giving it enough time and enough focus to be able to deliver to you guys a quality show. I want to be able to research more, to be able to find more uh, conversations that I can share with you so that you guys feel like you're actually being entertained and not just being info dumped by me uh again i just want to thank everyone for listening i'm trying to make sure that i at least have roughly 30 minutes of time to share with you guys each week i think i'm going to go ahead and start wrapping things up i will of course share the uh, oscars from what's on netflix and msn uh down in the description my friend Dallas has offered to make uh, episode covers for the episodes, uh, so I would like to give him that credit. The mu- uh, background music, which if you did not hear last week, that is because I think I had it. I record this and and play it back for myself while I have noise-canceling headphones on and did not play it through my computer to make sure that its sound was also captured uh the background on music is uh bossa antigua uh, by kevin mcleod it is a royalty free free use music that i've uh got from upbeat i'd also like to mention akosia the search engine that i use i of course am not sponsored by them but i would like to uh support them whenever i can because they are an energy conscious search engine they will plant trees based on how often you search using their search engine my from what i can tell roughly like my count is up to about seven so and i've made 300 some odd searches it it roughly seems that about 50 searches per tree planted uh they just claim to have finally reached 200 million trees planted since its inception in 2009 of course it hit that 200 million today february 1st in fact so i'm very proud to have been using uh the search engine for the last honestly i've had it since i was in high school uh so it's been very neat to be able to see them come this far they are also a they are also a co2 negative business uh as they are all of their servers are ran off of energy from uh, solar panels to the point where they are not only so not only have they gotten to a point where they are uh, a reducer in their own co2 footprint but have gone a step above as, as well i will go ahead and include uh some uh, a link to their website so you can find out more about them there and then of course uh this podcast is distributed by acast if you have ever thought about starting a, a podcast and want to be able to be able to distribute it out to all of the main places in which podcasts are listened to, Acast is a place to do it. Uh, you can have an account that you pay for that comes with a few extra benefits and perks, uh, but you can also have a free account as well, which is what I am doing because I am broke. <laughs> 
Uh, anyways, that's all I have for you today. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.